What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Buddies Talking Tutties. We are in week two of the playoffs. In these segments, only four teams matter. The rest suck. They've already been eliminated. And, man, it has been an exciting and low-key week for a couple of teams. But still, it's been an exciting playoffs to get things started. Um, We got a really cool podcast waiting for you this week. Got a guest of one of the playoff teams probably a historic playoff game going on because I don't think I've ever seen such a low-scoring game on both sides of the ball. Uh, but we got Casey Bronner from Red Sailor <coughs> Casey, you got us this week? Hey, what's going on, man? So glad to have you back on the podcast. And the man, the myth, the legend after a one-week break. Actually, it's been a lot longer than one week since you've heard from him. But we got Mr. Brandon Deans back in chat. Hey, we're back. Well, I'm back. We've been back for another week. But, yeah, I'm back. Hey, I just heard some breaking news, guys. Kyler Murray is out for the rest of the playoffs. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> ACL, he's out. Um, Who, actually, whose team does he play for? I think I think he plays for one of the playoff teams. I think it's a sexual feeling. Um, so <laughs> oh, hang on, I gotta look at this, man. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch that memo. He got a ACL tear in the first play of the game on Monday night. Um, mm. yeah, yeah, or like literally a couple plays into the game. It it was pretty fast, pretty quick. Um, kind of like uh, Mitchell's chances of possibly winning. So. Like, oh uh, my goodness! No, nah, I'm joking. Like I'm joking. Honestly, he still got a shot. He still got a real, real shot this week uh, to pull something off. But uh, I'm excited to talk about the games this week, especially those those four that matter, like you said, Rodney. So uh, let's let's get it started in here. Let's do it. Hey, while we got um, Casey on the chat this week, why don't you give us a rundown of what the heck happened to you yeah, guys last what week, man? In the world. Uh, well, no, none of our players decided to play. Like, they, <laughs> it was bad matchups. So, like, um, Chubb versus the Bengals, and I think he got, like, four points. And we just both had that kind of day where, like, well, except for Tua. Tua actually had a good matchup. He just played really bad. But yeah. just our players yeah. decided not to play, and it was perfect because we're playing each other. <laughs> like, it was, couldn't have been any better. I mean, yeah, you got to hate putting up 61 points, but at the same time, the fact that your opponent put up less and you're still the front runner for this thing, like, what are the odds of that perfectly aligning in a playoff matchup, man? I don't think I've ever seen it in this league that's been this low. Like, usually it's two high-scoring games and, like, somebody gets screwed, but this is one of the funnier ones where we both got screwed and we're both still somehow still in it. Yeah, yeah you're both still alive because – if y'all were playing any of the other teams in the playoffs, yeah, right. Would be a rat. right. You'd yeah, be I was, a forty point I was actually hole. wanting to face Jimmy's team, like looking into it. I did not want to face Mitchell or Josh. I wanted to face, and then I'm glad it didn't work out that way. Yeah, and um, it was it was one point. That's how close it was for you to have played Jimmy. Yeah, and great. I mean, it just worked out perfect. Did not see it coming at all. That was, was insane. Well, one player played, and it was Mr. Miles Sanders. Without his performance, <laughs> he was the only one. Yeah, without his performance, Mitchell really be in a hole right now. Yeah, and he's he got really another good matchup too, <clears throat> Chicago. Oh yeah, people go crazy on Chicago too. Yeah, after they traded Raquan Smith, he, they're gonna. I have a feeling they're gonna probably pop off against him. I just hope it's 
Hurts doing all the popping and not Sanders. Yeah, and you never know with that offense. Right. Uh, it, it could be either or. I mean, they got like four different guys that run the ball out there if you include Jalen. So, hey, um, I was really jacked up about one player on your team last week that just – I don't know what happened. Maybe you do because even even his backup – or I don't know if his backup. They do a real good committee out there. But, man, Mostert and Wilson, I projected to just go crazy on the Chargers. Like, what 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 happened there, man? They, they basically got shut down. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely perfect because Wilson went down in, like, the second quarter – so right. I was like so excited for Mostert going up against them, and they they ran pretty good. I think their average was almost six yards a carry. They just they kept throwing the ball and kept missing. Like it was honestly Tua's fault. Yeah, Tua was he, like four for eighteen. Or yeah, I think he finished the game like ten for thirty or ten for twenty something. Like it was it was all honestly his fault. They could have kept going and kept scoring, but Tua sucked. So so <laughs> I got a quick harder. question, guys. Did uh did Joey play last week? Who? Joey Bosa. Did y'all know if he played last week? I don't have a clue. The only reason why I'm asking so. is because they he probably thought it was Nick Bosa coming around. That's probably what oh. got him. Because he played both of the brothers back to back weeks. So um, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> California boys rocked his world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, he was still having some some PTSD from the week before, so yeah. that had to be what it was. He's been pedestrian but. the past couple weeks though. Yeah. So, hey, we got we got your um, synopsis in the books for y'all's game, Casey. Brandon, why don't you take us through the, the start of the other playoff game between Jimmy and Josh? You got that pulled up? It was pretty wild um, in that game uh, last week. It was uh, pretty nuts. Um, pretty much balls to the walls, if um, you want to put it in that form. You got uh, something so, on your mind? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Nope. I mean, two genitalia references back to back. <laughs> I did not mean for that to happen. Uh, so last week, um, for some reason, it's not showing up on the on my monitor at the moment. But last week was pretty interesting because you had um, jo- uh, you had Justin Jefferson literally go off, and he didn't even have a touchdown, guys. If he had a touchdown, that would have been a ridiculous type of game. Um, but he. Had- 23 yards he really pulled it pulled it through for for um his team uh last week um i mean he he I mean, did when really is good. he not i mean there's been a couple of duds the guys had but i mean he's matchup proof and he's just showing up week in and week out he's that guy yeah absolutely um and then you got christian mccaffrey he did you know he does what christian mccaffrey does um, last week um so um, and then on uh, Jimmy's side, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he 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 kept a minute. Um, but Saquon, he had an iffy day. Um, he they got behind really fast. He kind of got outplayed a little bit. Um, in game script. So, um, what do you, what did y'all see? Well, I'm impressed with Jimmy because even with Saquon putting up a dud. He had D-Hop got held in check. I mean, he still goes for over 100 points. I mean, it's pretty impressive. Um, like he said, Mahomes with the 20-pointer. James Conner had a really good day. And, like, uh, Mitchell and I called it, like, it was either one or the other. It was Conner or Hopkins. But the Patriots were keying in on one person, and they just happened to key in on Hop. Held him in check. So, you had Conner getting the production there. But 
you know, all in all, Jimmy found a way to stay in it. Um, I was very impressed with that scrappiness on that team. I mean, and even had Aaron Jones on a bye week. So the fact that he's in it, still got a shot against Josh, I think it's a big deal. Um, I And honestly, I mean, we're in the middle of the game right now, and we'll get to next week's or this current week's projections in a second. But um, this is what a playoff game should look like. I mean, yes, Casey and Mitchell are still close. Uh, but we expect them to be in the triple digits, and that, you know that's exactly what panned out right here. So, kudos to both teams, man. Yeah, absolutely. Casey, what did you think? Yeah, I thought the same. It was closer than I really thought. I kind of thought that uh, Josh was going to run away with it when I was looking at the matchups. But uh, it turned out really good. San Fran did good against Tampa Bay, which I didn't really expect. And I was kind of surprised that Connor did so good against New England because you know Dude. they shut down the run. Connor, Connor, the past couple of weeks, like uh, Rodney said, since you know Benjamin's been gone, he's really looked good. He lit a fire under that dude, man. Right, and then going up against like Tampa Bay's defense, I didn't think a lot they would do that good either. He was all right. Like I just didn't think the team was going to do as good as it did, but it was great. Yeah, man, they showed up, showed out, yep. and. uh Josh, Josh had a strong week. I mean, he, he really yeah. did. Um, and it could have been, it could have been a lot stronger. But Jalen Hurts at it again, man. He's like three straight weeks with thirty points. The, the guy's balling out. Yeah, he could, might be the MVP soon if he keeps it up. Yeah, he keeps playing like that. And you know, a thirty-point game. I know it's a quarterback, but when you get one guy putting up thirty, man, you reach you reach a pretty high number really fast with, you know, guys that he has the rest of the way down of that caliber, um, just like CMCs and Justin Jefferson's and, and people like that, you know, even Tyler, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. I know he doesn't have DK, but they both had good days last week, which was impressive. So, and he found a way not to play Mike Evans and lo and behold, Mike Evans puts up another dud. So. And it's pretty crazy at the beginning of the year, people thought Hurts might not even be on the team anymore. Yeah, yeah, man. So he's 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 proven that <laughs> he belongs there. He's the guy, and no doubters anymore. And I mean, leading the NFL in record and looking like a Super Bowl front runner. Absolutely, <clears throat> absolutely. Yeah, after so, Jimmy G went down, I kind of think it is the Eagles for the. Oh, NFC for sure. At least. Yeah. I don't know. Per- Purdy's playing pretty good football. Yeah, yeah. Purdy is playing pretty good. I agree with that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, speaking of, since we're on Jimmy and Josh's games right now, we're going to shift over, talk about the things that matter. Um, This week's games going to determine who goes to the championship. You get in, winning some money, no doubt about it. And these are two front runners right now. We're in the middle of a game uh, between Seattle and San Francisco right now. It's looking really good, honestly, for both teams. Because you're at halftime, C-Mac already has close to 15 points. But San Francisco's defense is holding it down for Jimmy on the opposite side. And he's got, you know, 12 points between that and Brandon Ayuk. So, starting out pretty good on both sides of the ball. But, Brandon, why don't you lead us and just kind of give us a rundown of how you think the game's going to shake out. Right now, Josh, is, he's got a pretty big spot on the projection total. But do you see it shaking out the way the projections are letting on? Um, I actually, um, I just think, uh, <clears throat> I think the the spots where Jimmy's missing is the spots where Josh is, is 
pretty solid. Like through the <clears throat> through the wide receiver like wide receivers Ayuk and Alave, they haven't showed up like they should lately. Um, I'm surprised um, he don't have uh, Schuster in, considering he did pretty decent last week. Um, but um, I just feel like Jefferson, Mixon, and McCaffrey much. Uh, even though Denver lately's let some people run on him, because uh, Connor he's got a really good matchup there. Barkley's got a really good matchup too. It's Washington, but Washington has done has done pretty good. They got a really good front four. Um, if Chase Young might be back this week, depending, he might be back potentially. So that's another massive rusher coming uh, on the line there in Washington. So. Uh, Pretty decent matchup with Houston. Um, but I like Hurts going up against Chicago. I think it's going to be a route. Um, so, um, so yeah, I just think – I think uh, Josh has got a little too much uh, left in the tank um, for Jimmy to make a comeback. Yeah, so I'm thinking when it comes to um, Jimmy's team – you mentioned James Conner going up against Denver. I mean, if he can run on New England, New England's rush defense is better than Denver's. Um, I I don't think there's much going to slow him down. I mean, I know Kyler Murray not being there, but uh, Kyler Murray went down very early in last week's game, and he still puts up 17 points. In week 10 and 11, when, Kyler, when uh, Colt McCoy played and Kyler Murray didn't, he still put up double digits in both games, one of which being against San Francisco, who has a very stout rush defense. So I think Connor still has a big day. He's going to need him to have like one of those Josh Jacobs or Joe Mixon blow-up days. That If I'm looking at his team and people that can do it, it's it's Connor, it's Mahomes, it's Barkley, it's everybody at the top of the lineup. So he's going to need heavy production from all of those guys. Pat Mahomes is going up against Houston, and – um, Casey was spot on when he was talking about um, how good Houston's been been against QBs or how just they get blown out constantly and QBs don't have to do anything. But you got to wonder how effective Mahomes is going to be uh, because it, I, I – listen, I thought Houston was going to get blown out last week against Dallas. They didn't. But I like one of the rivalries that can go either way no matter what's going on in the season. Uh, Kansas City and Houston isn't that. So I think this could legit just be done by the second half and who knows what happens with Mahomes right there. But he needs Saquon to get back on track. Saquon has not been Saquon. He needs he needs a twenty plus point day. If I if if we can get that kind of production out of Connor and Barkley, he's got a shot. But C Mac goes ham in the second half, it, <clears throat> the the writing may be on the wall. So yeah. such a big lead, like twenty five points in a projection is it's pretty our league with a with a team like Josh and the, you know the players of that caliber. So if I was picking, I'd definitely go chalk. I would go Josh, but Jimmy has the potential. I mean, even Aaron Jones, he has popped off. I mean, he has he has guys that can spark a forest fire real fast. So I don't, I'm not counting them out of it. Him and Caden can definitely get back in it, but they're gonna need everybody to fire off. What about yep. you, Casey? Yeah, I'm going to go with Josh just because the top three, um, I don't really like the matchups for Jimmy, and that's really all it is. Like you said, uh, Patrick Mahomes versus Houston, I really do think it's a blowout by halftime. They're running the clock out. So, uh, like, I think Mahomes got to get all of his points in the first half. 
And then right. Barkley versus Washington. Washington's great versus running backs. So that's going to be terrible for Barkley. He played them earlier and got like 14 points, but he was really saved by a touchdown because I think he only had 70 yards like total, like 60 rushing and like uh, 10 yep. receiving or something. You're right. Yeah, so like total he had like seven points. It wasn't anything special. It was the touchdown that saved him. <clears throat> I think maybe he got a two-point conversion too, if I'm not mistaken on that one. Yeah. So he was, right. he was scrapping for points and just trying yeah. to make it look good. I think he really needs Brandon Ayuk to start. They're throwing it to Kittle a lot, but I thought it was going to be an Ayuk uh, kind of game this this week. So that's blowing. That he's only got 1.9 so far. Right, especially without Debo. Yeah, right. I was I was thinking Brandon was going to be a big play for him. Yeah. Well, if Seattle's susceptible anywhere, it's definitely to running back. So I, yeah, I kind of thought CMC would shoulder the load for sure. Yeah. I thought Trey Mason was a sneaky play too because of that. Have they even gave him a touch yet? No. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm glad I didn't try that. Yeah, <laughs> man. That would have been a risky move. Yeah, just like the Homer pick for me last week. That did not work either. Yeah, no. yeah. Hey, at least you didn't start Tony Jones like I did in one league. Yeah, I feel that. I almost did. I did in one league, but I almost got him in this league too instead. Yeah, because well, he, he might have touched the ball one time, something like that. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> that at all. <laughs> yeah, who knows? But hey, let's let's shift over. Talk about um, your and Mitchell's game. Now, this we, is the tightest matchup we got. So, absolutely, yeah. we're four point difference right here, people. So, we got Geno Smith going, and so far it's looking great for you, Casey, because the guy's got five points. He's actually doing better than I thought. Like, he actually he played <laughs> – I'm not even kidding. He played the 49ers earlier in the year, and he got six points all game. And I, <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I expected him to finish with eight or nine. I was surprised he played Geno, to be honest. Like, I would have probably picked up uh, Mike, Work, Mike White versus Detroit. Yeah, that's, that, that, that was – that was interesting that he played Gino. I mean, you know, you drop Kyler, and it's like it's almost forcing him to do it. But, yeah, you're yeah. right. There's some free agent options out there. I would have probably streamed and play instead of playing the 49ers, especially when you already have one game on file against him this season that he did terrible. Dude, like, Brock Purdy's looking good, man. He yeah, good Brock Purdy would have been a nice play, too, versus a terrible Seattle. But and Brady, Tom got, Brady. Uh, he's got great matchups this week, and I was really hoping I would have a 10-point lead on him last week. Because I was scared of this week versus him. Like you yeah. got Pacheco versus Houston, that's mm-hmm. gonna be really bad. Uh, yeah. Kelsey versus Houston, like I'm really scared of that. He's he's actually doubling up too because he's gonna he's gonna throw in Jarrett McKinnon as well. And I kind of like oh. that. Like er, earlier, he had a uh, Jamal Williams in, and I, I kind of preferred if he played Jamal versus the Jets because they have a really good run defense. But now he's gonna play both McKinnon and Pacheco. Like that's kind of. That's a smart move. I don't like But it's also risk and reward, you know? Yeah, it is. But I also see them being up by tons of points at halftime and just running both running backs all game. Yeah, and they could definitely do that. So Yeah, and then I have terrible matchups because, like, Chubb versus Baltimore. Since Baltimore got Raquan Smith, they've been, I think, number three in the league and stopping the run. Yeah, they've been lights out. And then, you know, everybody knows how New England is versus wide receivers. They're going to shut them down, so – I don't like Adams. I'm expecting Adams like maybe seven points. Yeah, I'm expecting Adams low and St. Brown. I mean, he's going against true. Yeah, it's going to be going against the Jets. Man, the Jets has been no joke. Their secondary is for real. 
No, you, that's yeah. You're right. I'm really scared of both of those two matchups. Um, I'm facing Diggs and Cooper, so that sucks. I think Jameson Williams helps you in that matchup with with St. Brown. I, I I'm pretty sure St. Brown gets the coverage um, from Sauce, but I mean Jameson Williams. I mean took the top off the defense last week. It's at, it's at least going to take some attention away from you. At least you hope so. Yeah, so. Uh, that's I, that's a good point. I like that. And DJ Chark's back, too. And I think he's kind of a good sneaky play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I think uh, those both of them back being will help. Dude, is Detroit that, making a push for the playoffs? That also yeah. helps. I mean, yeah. it's not like they're just trying to play a game. Yeah, the way they move St. Brown all beautiful. around – all around the formation, playing him in the slide outside, all kind. Of, they just do so many different things with him. I, I think he'll get his looks. I don't know that he's going to get coverage 100 percent of the time. So, uh, I think St. Brown still still gets decent numbers. But you're right, miss. It's intimidating. It's a tough match. You get a lot more red matchups than Mitchell has. I really do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm banking on mostly McCorn and Dobbins. Honestly, like I gotta really hope for those. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having a hard choice <clears throat> playing Tua or not. Mm, man. That... Yeah, versus Buffalo's defense and in the snow. He only he only scored 11 points on Buffalo at home. Right. And it's supposed to be seven inches of snow. Yeah. So, why aren't they moving this game back to Detroit? I have no idea, but they did earlier in the year. <laughs> right, yeah. Or exactly. just move it to Miami where it's going to be 80 degrees and sun shining. Yeah. Yeah, I think you might need to take your own advice, man, and uh, and look on that waiver wire. <laughs> yeah, because is even a better pick at this moment. Yeah, I think I just dropped uh, Rex Burkhead and picked up Mike White. There you uh, go. As we're speaking, I'm picking, but I don't like that at all. Really thinking about it more and more. Yeah, I, I like I like a, so I like a live pickup wire pickup <laughs> on a podcast. I think that's a first. Man, it's just I whether think or not it's a I go smart move. Or not, that's the problem. I just got to decide if I'm. What if it becomes a shootout, and then I like I'm an idiot for not playing them? But we'll see. In the snow, <laughs> bro, ain't no way. You never know. Somebody might slip and fall. <laughs> Some yeah, banana. enough enough times to make it a shootout. <laughs> well, I mean, he does have Tyreek. That's one touchdown automatically. That's yeah, one more yeah, fall down yeah. for Waddle or something. I'm just – I'm not confident. I mean, you know, it, those yeah, games sure. turn into a run fest all the time. That's true, yep. I don't know that I don't know that either quarterback's going to do much. That's true. Hand the ball off and just grind the clock away and, and But that's go the to problem the with Buffalo is that Josh Allen's the running back as well. So. Yeah, now that man can do some damage. Yeah, he'll still run and get his touchdown, so he'll be fine. Yeah, I, I think Mike White against Detroit might – you might be on to something there because you already missed the, the Brock Purdy train. Well, I might as well do the dude. double stack with uh, St. Brown. In <clears throat> Detroit scores points. Like, yeah. I mean, Let's get that shootout going. They can move the ball, that's for sure. Yep. And then, Even uh, if they have to throw the, throw the football to an offensive lineman, they can do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know that he said that he could be the greatest tight end ever if they moved him over. That's dude. Suell or whatever his name was. Yeah. Did you hear that Dan Campbell didn't even know that was the play they were calling? Yeah, I saw that. He was like, yeah, I was like looking at the wave or something. He's like, I was looking at the wave, <laughs> and he wasn't paying attention. And the offensive coordinator said, hey, is it okay if we play this play? And he was like, sure, sure. And I thought then, like, he's like, he's the guy motioning over. He's like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. 
I thought that was a genius play. Dude, yeah. They played it. They did that play a couple of times for one third and ones, and then they did it again as a pass, and it was smart. That was a good play. Yep. So, Brandon, what do you think about this matchup week two? Man, I think I think this is a really good matchup. Um, I think I think it's going to come down to Monday night, um, in particular. Um, I mean, it's it's going to be a really tight game. I just really like um, I like like uh, Casey was saying, the matchups for Mitchell look really enticing uh, this week. Um, and Sanders, I mean, I think they'll be blowing them out, so they're gonna keep running the ball. So, um, unless unless Justin Fields can do some magic to keep it close, um, I don't. It's, I mean, you're just gonna run the ball to kill the clock. Um, you wanna you wanna let the audience in on maybe you know something we don't, but why the heck is gonna take till Monday night? They ain't got nobody playing on Monday night. Oh, they don't. You're right. Jeez. Yeah, I was going through looking at that too. Yeah. I was like, what am I missing? I've been trying to figure out. I, I guess say. I wasn't on it yet. But uh yeah. Um I was I was talking about the stat corrections. That might oh come yeah, yeah, of course. Those yeah, can, those can that's what I was talking about. See, I've been I've been off way too long. Makes sense now, man. It makes sense. So um can all change the game, especially how close it's gonna be. Um, I really do like Travis Kelsey going against Houston. Uh, that, that's going to be nasty. But the good thing is you got Schultz going to Jacksonville. Jacksonville's been pretty decent letting uh, people do uh, things against them with their tight ends. That just sounded weird. <laughs> All right. Here we go. So uh, Schultz actually beat Kelsey last week, so let's hope I can get lucky two weeks in a row. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. With the tight end. All right. So, um, but yeah, uh, St. Brown against New, Je- uh, the Jets. That's going to be a fun game to watch, actually, to see how they do, they go against them. Cause that secondary is pretty stout. Quentin Williams is a big, a big component to how well this game goes. Cause that front line has done pretty well to kind of help the secondary a little bit. Um, <clears throat> So, but I do think Adams might get slowed down, but I haven't seen Adams get get stopped two weeks in a row in a while. So he might get still, because um, it's I mean it's been a while since he's been shut down for two weeks in a row. You got to go back to week seven and eight. Yeah. Um, and yeah, to me, that's not even shut down, but kind of yeah, because he got ninety five yards. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah just... by by standard fantasy points. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. it's kind of shut down, but um yeah, so <clears throat> I think he finds the end zone. I don't know if he has a good okay. number of game, but I think he finds the end zone. Um I think it's almost a in my view a little bit too close to call. Um just cuz I really like Mitchell's matchups right now. Yeah. Um if if that if it was me, I really like James uh, Williams so much, Jamal Williams. He's he's almost like a t- I'm waiting to happen. Um, I don't know if you not let him. Well, actually, last week he didn't get a touchdown, but um, you don't know about that backfield. One week he could go off and get you 24. The next week he'd go and get you just nine points. But um, 
are the Jets are the Jets in a dome? No, they're they're in they're in the they're outside. They play where um the Giants play. The Giants play. So it's so, MetLife. They're outside. So that they should be getting a blizzard too, right? I don't know. Possibly. I mean, um, I would think so. Yeah, the sun's not. Buffalo's moving. getting snowed on, and the Jets got to be getting snowed on. Yeah. yeah so it's going to be a running type game, possibly. So, I like I said. I mean, I like the options. Cooper, he's been kind of down with uh, Deshaun Watson lately, but um, we can see if he wakes up again against Baltimore. But that's a tough matchup too. Um, but that's probably his only tough matchup out of all of them. Did actually dig got he did get shut down a little bit in their first matchup. He still had eleven targets for seventy four yards, but again yeah. in standard scoring, it's really not what you need, especially if you need to come back um, from a down week when Kyler Murray, you know, got his ACL, um, you know, in the first two plays of the game. So you week. said it's going to be close. What's your final prediction, man? Who you got taking this? I got Casey taking it. Um, due to the fact, I just think, uh, the guys that he has going, even though they're tough matchups, they have the pop, they have the, the quality, uh, to, to make, make some, make things happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they have that, that secret sauce to, um, make something pop. Yeah. I think, man, you're the names on both sides of the ball, I still think these these two teams, it blows my mind that both of them um, scored as few points as they did last week because they're just dynamite. I mean, they can put up so many points so fast. Yep. And uh, this game's not going to be decided on Monday night. It's going to be decided on Sunday night. Here's my prediction. You ready? It's going to be a tight one all the way through. Mitchell's going to go up. Going into Sunday night, he's going to be up by eight, maybe nine points. And Terry McLaurin is going to get the – and it's going to be all on his shoulders. It's going to be the only thing standing between Casey and the championship game. Terry McLaurin is going to come out against the Giants. He's going to get not nine points, not ten points. I'm calling Terry McLaurin. He's going to get 15 points on Sunday night. Going to seal the deal for Casey, send him to the championship – it's going to be it's going to start out as one of the most boring playoff matches ever from week 1 but it's going to finish as one of the most memorable playoff matches of our of our league history it's going down just like that take it to the bank wow wow yeah, bold prediction uh, bold call i think we should just go ahead and write that in stone that's kind of good <laughs> that was, that was pretty pretty good man dude i mean McLaren did go off uh 2 weeks ago against the giants so um, that's that really could happen. Uh, I think that's exact. I that's how I figured it would happen too. I think he's gonna win this week, but then ultimately I win overall. That would be amazing and exciting just to watch it happen. Um, I man, th- honestly, on a on a scale of like people that can just like blow up this week, you gotta you gotta think Mitchell can do it. Because he's got green lights. And even when you said Amari Cooper had a tough matchup, I mean, it's showing that Baltimore's 24th against wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. that's they also were missing half their secondary all season. Like, they just that's got true. their uh, free safety back who's been missing six or seven games, and then their all-pro Marlon Humphrey back. So they're healthy now. Well, they're, yeah, they're missing two corners, but they're healthier. 
Okay. Yeah. So even with if you if you give him a wash and just say he's not going to show up, I do think Diggs bounces back. Uh, well, no, because we're talking about the blizzard again. I think I think Diggs is scratched. This might come down to that bold move Casey mentioned earlier with three Kansas City Chiefs playing at the same time on his team. Yeah, yeah. that's a make or break for him, honestly. Yeah, because like we don't know if that game's going to be a blowout and they stop trying to score, or if they just do like forty to nothing. Right, you really don't know how they're going to do that, especially with the playoffs coming. If it him. goes according to his plan, which is it's a blowout by halftime, and they're just going to run the clock out. If it goes according to that plan, then he and Pacheco and McKinnon both put up strong numbers, and yeah. you know, obviously Kelsey'd have to get his in the first half, but there's no reason to think he couldn't. Um, you can have 60 points among those three players. That's it's a pretty good spot right there, but you got to. You got to line up full of heavy hitters, man, on your side of the ball, Casey. So, even if he does have those three guys go off, I think Diggs is going to struggle in the snow. I think Cooper is going to struggle just because of the offense still being rusty under under Deshaun. Um, even though Miles Sanders has a great draw against Chicago, I just don't think it's enough uh, as long as your guys show up to play. So, man, I really do, man. I was trying to be funny there in the beginning, but the more I talk this out, the more I realize it could definitely play out exactly that way going into Sunday night. I hope it does, man. That would be exciting. I hope so, too. I hope it comes down to the wire for it all. Everyone, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. The hands will be in the scary Terry. Let's go. It's it's happening, man. Scary Terry is going to determine that fate. The guy (laughs) that just weeks ago you were saying, I don't want to play scary Terry. Yeah. (laughs) You literally said that. Oh, I remember, yeah, but I it was the Heineke switch. Like that was the big one that made yeah. him a top ten wide receiver with Heineke. Yep, yep. So, so Rodney, I know playoff moment um, where we're talking about the four top playoff teams. They're going for their championship lives, but can we show? Can we can we talk about any like the the consolation ladder? Like they're doing pretty decent. They're playing pretty good. I mean, look, there's one team that looked pretty bad overall. I don't know how he scored 44 points, but the Bro, he's been doing them, that all all year long. I think that's exactly what he wants. That's like perfect for him. <laughs> yeah, that's a sweet spot. If I he's, if he's hitting over 50, he's doing it wrong. It and I can't stop winning. It's making me mad. <laughs> like I, I'm so upset about. It. I want to beat John so bad in at least one league, and I I missed him by one pick now. Oh man, that's the worst. Yeah. Man. I'm glad he's doing it right at least. <laughs> Brandon, I'll, I'll give you this. If we're going to talk about anybody in the Constellation bracket, I'd like to talk about your team because, dude, you came out hot. Um, and everybody was talking about how scared they were to play against you. Um, what does that do for you in your position, just watching your team? Just, I mean, you didn't even get cold to lose it. You put up big numbers in your final week and just happened to play the team that went crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it you know you you put in the right players, they play the game you want them to play, and it doesn't happen like you want it to. Uh, but um, but I'm I'm excited for the four that are in the playoff. Deserve it. They put the same when they need to be in, and yeah, they won their matchups when they need to win them. Um, and yeah. and the game I was referring to, sorry about that. The game I was referring to wasn't in week thirteen because you got the dub there, but you played yeah. Jake. The one that put you out was when you played Austin in week 12. You scored 112 
which would have beat most other teams in the league, but he scored 124. Dude, that's a heartbreaker. Yeah, it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough when Jacobs split the Red Sea and and went 78 yards. Yeah, yeah, the bomb overtime touchdown is what will always be notched in your brain. Yep, I knew I, I knew I was gonna lose um, at that at that moment. Um, I needed AJ Brown to literally go off, go ham, and it won't happen. And so, um, so yeah, it's pretty heartbreaking. I thought I had a chance to be your dark horse from from earlier this year um, when you bro, made the predict early. You're forever my dark horse. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um. But, yeah, I'm excited about next year, though. Um, another shot at going to the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I had high hopes for sure. you, man. You got the keepers for sure for it. Chase and Brown and Eckler, that's going to be great. And you have Kamara's trade bait. Well, that could work out perfectly. By yeah. the way, what the heck did you do to Travis Etienne, man? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. Uh, you gave I him back like, to me, and he's broken. He sucks. So is Kenneth Walker, too, though. Like, I don't know what it is, but since you got him back, like, they've been – which Kenneth has been hurt, but even when he wasn't, he wasn't doing that great. I'm looking yeah. at Kenneth Walker's matchups. He's very matchup dependent because he's not running for squat against great run defenses. Yeah. So, if you, if you give him a matchup where they're soft, he, he does what he needs to do. But, like, this, the San Frans and people like that, like, he just can't get – Anything going? He's Dude, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen any running back get what they need to get against the 49ers. That except for Christian McCaffrey, and then they went and traded for him. That, that <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, they're like, hey, we need that guy. He was the only one that I think got a hundred yards on them or something crazy. Like, he's the only one who did good, and they were like, all right, we got to have him. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Whatever it takes. Yep. Yeah, they got. Yeah, really, run, literally, man. whatever. What was like five picks for him? Yeah, it was ridiculous, it was crazy yeah. for a running back. Yeah. Um. All right, Casey. Say you win this week. You play Josh next week if he wins. How do you see that unfolding? Yeah, I would have to look at the matchups for Josh. Let me look at that real quick. But I know from my team, I kind of like planned the playoffs. Um, whenever I knew I was clinched, so I knew this was going to be my worst week. I think fifteen and sixteen I, I are my best weeks. But I haven't looked through his team yet. To yeah, look that through. Let me look real quick on that. So obviously not the team you want to play. I'm sure you'd prefer Jimmy. So looking at weeks 16 and 17, well, Chris McCaffrey faces Washington and uh, Mixon faces New England, so that's great. That's awesome for you, yeah. yeah it's really good for me. Um, well, the rest of his team, he's got pretty good matchups. Uh, Hurts versus Dallas, that's another good one for me. So mm-hmm. three guys could actually help me, but – He's got great matches everywhere else, so that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, he can't put in Lazard because he's facing Philly. He can't put in Montgomery because he's facing the Jets. So I like myself on week 15, but I think he can catch up on week – or, sorry, week 16, and then I think he can catch up on week 17. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I would see it playing out. Maybe I get like a 8 to 10-point lead, and then hopefully I can just hold it kind of the same way Mitchell's playing out. Yeah. So – is there any scenario for Geno Smith to make you scared? Like, is there a number? Like, we did this last week with Mitchell. Like, he was like, man, if Devontae Adams can do this, then I'm worried. But, like, what's your Geno Smith factor here? Oh, if Geno gets 
more than 12. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> like, I, he was projected 16, and I was like, that's crazy. Like, I don't see it. And he's at seven now, and it's almost a fourth. There's two minutes left in the third. If they can just hold him below 10, then I like my chances even more because I think that lowers projections about six points also. Yeah. And if he then, does that, are you just going to roll the dice on Tua, or are you playing Mike White either way? Um, I'm going to have to do more search because I think Mike White's really hurt on that hit he took last week. Yeah, that's, so, his ribs are – Yeah, and then, like, I don't want to play that and then risk an injury. I'd rather play Tua at that point, but I'll look into it, and if it looks safe, I'll probably just play Mike White. I got you. Yeah. yeah. And Especially I'd also look with, at – the weather's a big factor. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about the – them having a bad storm too so that would kind of suck too yeah look into that part make sure the weather's not gonna be too crazy either because if it is and they're gonna run i might as well just play two at that point yeah no interest in your boy huntley in baltimore no because i don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna stay healthy or anything and then cleveland's (laughs) like got a really good pass rush so if anything I know it's crazy, man, but I'd probably play Daniel Jones. The last time he played Washington, he got 19 fantasy points. Dude, yeah. Daniel's and been pretty good as a fantasy football player this year. He has, and he runs the ball, so maybe I can get, like, a lucky touchdown that way. Um, but I'll – Yeah, he vultured. I'm not going to play well, two. I'm just going to have to decide on somebody else to play. Yeah, I think it's smart. If Gino does bad. You can roll the <laughs> dice on Desmond Ritter with the start in Atlanta. That'll be it. I wish he had Pitts now, too, because I think he was the better pocket passer. Like, I think they needed to do this, like, two weeks ago. Casey, yeah. I think anybody's a better pocket passer. Than yeah. Me. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think a blind dog might have a shot. Yeah. So. He wasn't even great at scrambling. It was just like he was just good enough at everything. Like, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Well, you got options. He just threw least. up a lot of prayers, and thankfully they got answered. Yeah. I think it shows, like, if they get a good quarterback, they have tons of potential. Yeah. So, it's been nice talking about fantasy football, uh, the fantasy football playoffs, where it really matters, where the rubber meets the road, where the life becomes a true highway. Um, it's, been a re- it's been really good. It's been a really good time talking to you guys. Again, it's buddies talking tutties. Uh, have a great week. Hey, come on, man. Yeah, man. Hey, Casey. Good luck to you, man. I don't. I'm not gonna say I'm pulling for you. I got a pull for my boy Mitchell. We got some history, uh, but man, I do want it to happen just the way we called it, just to say I told you so. But yeah, good luck in your game, man. I will say if I lose, I'm rooting for Mitchell because I always root for people to get their first ones. This is his first, right? Yeah. It'll be his first. Yeah. It's his first time in the playoffs. First people. I hope it's me. I hope like it all goes right because I'd hate to be first all year and then lose. But if yeah. I lose anybody, I'd hope it'd be like Mitchell. I want yeah, him to get awesome. Well, that would that would be that would be pretty fun to watch. You know, Josh ball out this week. You guys both struggle, but whoever wins between y'all goes on to beat them. That would be, that would that would also be a cool story too. So yeah, Rags the richest. Pulling yeah. for you guys. Nice. See you guys. See you. All right. Bye.